known as Tabana Netlitjana, which reaches 11,428 feet. The Orange River, which rises in the Maluti Mountains of Basutaland quite close by, cuts a deep channel for most of its length and flows strongly, roughly southwest and then westwards, for over 1,400 miles. It is joined further down in South Africa by the Vaal and the Caledon Rivers. This now mighty river makes its way eventually to the Atlantic Ocean, where it deposits a fortune in diamonds near the mouth at Alexander Bay. I soon discovered that there were two main passes on the Natal side to get into Basutaland. One was at Kachasnik and the other at Sani Pass, both rising steeply from the foothills of the Drakensberg. I began my first solo expedition with the Sani Pass. In those days, the 1950s, it was nothing more than a mule track which rose almost vertically from the valley below. But from the top of the escarpment, a fair track led to a small town called Mahotlong, about 30 miles away, where there was a rest house. That was my first solo walk in Basutaland, and I took it slowly. There were no trading stores on my route at that time, so I had to carry everything I needed on my back. A little later, in 1956, the Sani Pass and the track to Mahotlong from Heimville were opened to wheel traffic by the intrepid David Alexander, a sturdy character whom I came to know as the quintessential adventurer and a good friend. Later, I did a much more ambitious cross-country trip on foot, from Bohotlong to Maziru, the capital of Basutaland, which was more enjoyable in many respects, as I stayed one or two nights with the managers of trading stores on my way. They were nearly always Afrikaners and extremely hospitable, especially when I told them I was Irish. They were usually glad of a little company. Fortunately, their houses were well insulated against the cold, which was severe. During that trip, I spent a night at a remote place called Quiting. Once a month, a single-engine Piper Cub, a two-seater aircraft, visited the manager of the store, bringing goods and letters and so on. The store boasted a tiny airstrip which was perched precariously on the top of an adjoining hill. Thousands of stones had been removed from the strip to create the runway, and these were piled in whitewashed cairns along both its sides to make the landing strip easier to locate from the air. The runway itself was narrow and level, but at either end the mountain fell away abruptly into a deep ravine several thousand feet below. By good luck, the aircraft was due that very morning. Wouldn't I like a lift along the track to Maziru? A 30-mile hop, the manager said, would save me two or three days' march up and down those interminable mountains. I said, well, uh, yes, thank you, a shade reluctantly. Apart from the fact that I didn't really want to be saved the march, I have to confess to a personal record of calamity in the air. I can't imagine why, but I seem to attract trouble. I have been in three minor airplane crashes and one serious one in my time, mostly during the war. In truth, I am really much happier on terra firma, and I agree wholeheartedly with that chap who said, the more firma, the less terror. 
The aircraft arrived without warning out of a clear blue sky, touched down, and then rolled nail-bitingly close to the very end of the strip. Another ten yards and he would have tumbled into the chasm. I introduced myself to the pilot, a young chap who ran this air service from Ladysmith. He must have had nerves of steel. It was well known that flying conditions in the Drakensberg at that time were reckoned to be the most perilous in southern Africa, what with afternoon storms, massive turbulence and sudden up-and-down drafts of amazing velocity that occurred nearly all the year round. I decided to go with him. We took off and only just made the end of the runway before we were airborne. The pilot banked steeply, putting the fear of old Nick into me. Then he pulled back the joystick, which is what we called it flatteringly in those days, and then began to climb slowly. Before I had time to reassure myself,